Hello, faithful listeners. This is Pastor John Cloudwater from Faith Lutheran Church here in Forest Lake, and we are so glad that you are listening online to our online podcast. Welcome you to worship anytime on Sundays at 9 a.m. or 10.30, and thanks for being here. Thanks for participating in worship with us as we look forward to the week ahead. A reading from Acts. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Stephen gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears and with a loud shout all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Well, grace and peace to you from the Holy Spirit, God and Jesus who stands at the right hand of the Father. Amen. As I begin, I'd like for you to do something a little unusual. I'd like for you to take a few moments to look at the cross. What do you notice? What does it mean for you to gaze upon the cross? What meaning or memories or feelings bubble to the surface as you take a few moments? So which cross were you looking at? Do you think that if you weren't looking at this one, which I was looking at, that you were wrong? Did you do it wrong? Do you have the same feelings and meanings as the person next to you when you look at the cross? Is the person next to you wrong if they responded differently than you did to that reflection time? Are they incorrect? If you, if you were looking at the stained glass, just raise your hand. Are we enemies now? <laughs> I was looking at this one. Are we now enemies? Our story today from Acts has this powerful image of Stephen the deacon gazing intently at the heavens 
He has this vision of God and Jesus together in glory. I imagine him kind of mesmerized, transfixed upon this incredible sight of the divine appearing as the heavens open. Stephen calls out to those around him and says, look! But they refuse. They actually cover their ears, which is sort of a strange thing to me if I say, look, and you cover your ears. But if we go back and see what's happened just before this, it makes a lot more sense, actually. So I'm going to back up a little bit. First of all, the book of Acts is the part of the Bible that tells the story of the very early church right after Jesus' resurrection. It's kind of like a sequel to the Gospel of Luke. Early on in chapter 6, the apostles decide that they need to set apart some people to uh, take care of those who are kind of on the margins, who they call deacons, like me. In verse 5, they appoint seven deacons, including Stephen. By verse 8, Stephen is making quite a name for himself. And we hear that Stephen is full of power and grace, doing wonders and signs among the people. Well, we know what happens. Because of that, by verse the next verse, people are arguing with him. By verse 11, he's accused of blasphemy. And in verse 12, he's on trial before the council, just as Jesus was facing charges. So in seven verses, Stephen rises to a place of leadership and is put on trial for blasphemy. Then... For the next 52 verses, Stephen preaches, laying out all the people's disobedience and their failure to listen to those whom God sends. So with that background, it makes a little bit more sense that when he says, look, they don't want to hear it, much less look at whatever he's talking about. Instead, they resort to shouting, and violence, dragging him out of the city to kill him for committing the sin of blasphemy. You see, the elders and scribes were focused on something different. They were looking at what God had done in the past. Their gaze was on the law and following it, on doing right by Hebrew Bible teachings And tradition. But Stephen was looking at something different. His gaze was on God and what God is doing now. So those two visions, they didn't align. And rather that they just accept that they understood things differently or saw things differently. Or maybe admit that they weren't even looking at the same things at all. They responded with rage. They saw Stephen as a threat to faithfulness, an enemy of the truth, an opponent that must be stopped, even if by violence and death. Now, maybe that sounds kind of extreme to you. 
But I think this happens in less dramatic and less violent ways for us, too. Especially for things that matter or are important in our lives. We're quick to write off people because they think differently than we do. Or they don't agree with us. How to raise our children. How to make medical decisions which church we attend, how we use our money, even what books we read or what television shows we watch. We can disagree passionately and then either avoid those people or just cut them out of our lives completely. Actually, it sounds like something that happens all the time for us today. Church history and spirituality scholar Dr. Amy Oden put it perfectly in her writing when she said, We are trapped in cycles of reactivity, eager to focus on our opponents, to prove we are right. Our gaze is too often fixed on those wrongdoers or people who vote wrongly or misinterpret the Bible or bully others. We give them our power by focusing our energies on them, allowing them to completely occupy and preoccupy our gaze. Now, perhaps you can't relate to this, but I know I can. When someone offends me or says something I think is blatantly wrong, I tend to fixate on it. I replay the conversation in my mind. I get caught up in the shock of how could they think or say something so contrary to the way that I would do it. Hopefully, that doesn't resonate with you, but I have a feeling it might. And it was the same with this council of religious leaders. They thought they were right. And Stephen the deacon thought he was right. And they couldn't get past their disagreements. And as this scholar so aptly said, the council is just so focused on Stephen as the enemy. A horrible enemy of the faith. They just can't look away or move on. Through all of this, Stephen is pretty unfazed by the drama and the vitriol that is going on around him. Unlike what we tend to do, or at least what I tend to do, Stephen is not focusing his energy on those who disagree with him. Not even a little bit. He's focused on God. And this really short story Stephen is witnessing to God again and again and again. He's gazing to heaven. He's looking upon the presence of God and Jesus together. He is praying. He's crying out to the Lord. Dr. Odin continues, Stephen shows us another way. If instead we got curious 
about what God is up to in all of this, what might we see? If we turned our gaze to Jesus, what might we learn? What larger, more expansive vision of God's redemptive life might we gain? You see, in this story in Acts, there is something new going on with God. And I believe our call today is the same that Stephen lived. To focus on God at work, right here, right now. God opens up an invitation to us to be curious about what new thing God is up to in our world. An openness to God's redemption and what it looks like today. We're given a call to lay down those stones we're ready to throw. To set aside judgment in exchange for prayers of mercy for those who would persecute us. I'm so struck by Stephen's response to this vortex of hatred swirling around him. Stephen is the living embodiment of the prayer in Psalm 31 we read earlier in our service today. God is his rock and his fortress, his refuge, the one to deliver and rescue him, the one he seeks in times of trouble. Throughout all of this, Stephen keeps his gaze upon God, his absolute trust in God. In the midst of some very troubling circumstances, he has not weakened of his singular focus. Stephen is steady. He is clear. He continues to bear witness to the love of Jesus. Focused on Jesus, we too are freed from blaming, defending, explaining, or winning. So today, learning from Stephen, I want to invite you with me to lay aside your stones and turn your gaze to the cross. To find welcome, comfort, refuge in the strong hands of the God who created you, redeemed you, and calls you by name. God's face shines on you. Like Stephen, you are saved in God's steadfast love. Open your hands to receive this incredible gift of mercy. Amen. We hope these words will strengthen you as you live out your daily life. If you would like to know more about Faith Lutheran, leave a prayer request, 
to financially support our mission and ministry, please go to our website at faithfl.org. May God bless you in the days ahead.